I, I, I picked that out not knowing what the ending was going to be. Is that freaking crazy? That was from 2013 or something like that. I can't remember exactly. I like the close-up hair shot. Oh, so gross. <clears throat> so gross. Who's wearing masks? Huh? Huh? That's that's not a controversy at all. Masks. I wore a mask the other day for the first time because I left the house for the first time. Seems like you're wearing one right now. Huh? I don't even understand what that means. Everybody, welcome to How Valid is the Validity, episode 13 here in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, my producer, uh, Parker, over here actually got one of the first ones through. I think everything was absolutely perfect. It was perfect. Good job, Park. Ooh. Finally. Huh? 13. <laughs> 13 weeks. I don't know if you've ever tried to do something, uh, especially with computers. Uh, everything is works fine until you're about to do whatever it is you're going to do. And then it's like, ah, uh, ow. Can you, is it, can you see the punching bag? It's a very important part of the show now. Also in the studio back, back uh, for another uh, week, uh, Zach, Zach. What's up guys? Zach. Wow. Wow. Me and Zach have been building a shed. Well, no, let me, let me rephrase that. Zach's been building a shed. <laughs> I've watched a few times. You screwed some and stuff. Oh yeah, I've screwed. Oh. I've screwed some stuff. <laughs> nothing. Nothing fits right. I mean, it, it's gnarly. It's it's interesting. I mean, you know, I think. Uh, do we have a? Do we have the fast track of it, or what, what we've gotten so far? It's a minute thirty. Well, just just play it here. here this is this is interesting. I mean, I, I've never built anything ever, ever. Day one. What we're doing here is laying a two by seven foundation where eight inches of it's going to be on the side of the south. And uh, the nine inches is what I'm measuring from. Ha! Oh! It's really amazing the abilities I have. Go ahead and put that on there, Zach. The abilities I have working in construction. Are you getting my good arm? Let me get it pushed up again. process but you, you know just uh check it check it out over the, i'm gonna it's it'll be posted up on the up on the website uh the facebook page and you really sharpened that pencil i mean just sharpened it to death the dog though is the best Seriously. the dog is the best whose dog is that that's my dog that's the cakes that's the cakes um where is the cakes on here i don't even, oh yes it's there he is Oh, no, that's guidance. Make sure you're drinking whiskey when you listen to this show. It'll make it a lot more enjoyable. Oh, I see what I, I see what I did there. I see what I did there. Um, so here we are, Nashville, uh, similar to a lot of places. They, I just read something yesterday that basically said that Nashville was 
the uh, epicenter of uh, COVID in Middle Tennessee, in David, uh, Davidson County. I'm not sure. It doesn't even matter anymore. We we uh, Nashville's went back to a to a uh, restructured. Uh, what's it? Uh, what's the second? Uh, what are they, the phase two? Phase two. Ah, yes, back yeah. to phase two. So, so we've gone back to a, a a phase two. Basically, this time, you know, they knew that the musicians had to play, so we left those those on stage. But you can't dance. We're back to that. So it's foot loose all over again. And you have to put the mask on the microphone. I'm not exactly sure. I mean, right now, I'm fairly certain that everything is closed downtown. Mm. Uh, I'm I'm not going down. I know that uh, Ian uh, at a smokehouse. Uh, they're remodeling over there, then they're still closed. But I think even if 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 they were open, they would be closed right now. So I'm pretty sure that because I mean, how are you supposed to enjoy anything wearing a mask at this point? I mean, at this point, you know, it, it, everybody would just be better off wearing your masks, going to the store, doing your thing, get the two weeks over with, and try. Let's try it again. Halloween's gonna be a hoot, though, right? I mean, have you heard it? There, there were some <laughs> you idiot, with idiot the, with the masks. Oh. I mean. This is a this is a big thing because now that we've gone through this for some time, you just it's both it's it's both sides. I mean, you have people that are just like, you know, you know, scientifically saying masks don't do anything, uh, the and all this kind of stuff. Plus, you're dealing with all the you know you can't you can be 25 people, but no more than that. But protesting's okay. I mean, we've gone through the whole gauntlet of of basically what the hell i mean and if you're a small business right now you you know and, and especially in in towns and stuff i mean you're I, people are a little more down this round I, I really will say that people that i've talked to uh you know business people especially it you know we're in the first time it was kind of like okay we'll deal with it it's this is awful whatever the case is you got the government programs helping people out whatever and now we're everybody's kind of reverting back again and the the, the tone's different and 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 now, especially like in Nashville, you know, they're saying something like ninety percent of the music venues are going to shut down. Oof. I mean, if you have a business idea, now's the time to start putting this together. I mean, there's going to be, you know, you could probably get in downtown for maybe three or four bucks <laughs> a <laughs> I mean, month. Or uh, I mean, I don't. I mean, you know, Key West. I was in Key West for a while. I mean, I, I can't imagine. You know, it, that's got to be that's got to be rough. Uh, you know, if you look at, if you look at all the, it's hard you know, I, I've said this before, but you know, if you take a week, things that, that last Thursday, when I was reading about them, by the time you get to Wednesday again, it's hard to decide how to, what to talk about, but I will say it's all the same stuff over and over and over and over again. I mean, we're going to look at some stuff here that I found, um, that, that basically just shows you that people do not like change and, Mostly over the over the course of time, it just takes years and years and years for anything to really get done because we talk about the same stuff in the eighties uh, that we're talking about right now. Very interesting. I want I want to play this first clip, uh, the Tucker Carlson clip, uh, clip seven. This is um, I play this because this is kind of you know part of the progressive language going around the country in different parts of the country. This is obviously in Minnesota. America, it's Ilhan Omar. This country rescued her from a squalid Kenyan refugee camp and made her a national figure, quite an ascent. 
But Ilhan Omar is not grateful. She hates us for it. Watch Omar tell us it is time to dismantle our country. As long as our economy and political systems prioritize profit without considering who is profiting, who is being shut out, we will perpetuate this inequality. So we cannot stop at criminal justice system. We must begin the work of dismantling the whole system of oppression wherever we find it. So I don't know about you. I mean, I just will say this, that that is upsetting to me, right? I, I, it's a, I, I don't know how, you know, I, I'm probably, I, I, being being interested in politics, it is hard for me to, especially, and I've said it before, the freshmen, some of the, in, in the squad, especially, ha, ha, that have gotten so much traction uh, over the last two years, um, and somebody in that regard who who come from some place that was that you don't want to be, obviously, and and all the controversy that surrounds her, especially marrying her brother, you know, cheating on her husband with a staffer, getting you know a million dollars to to his consulting firm. I mean, all the stuff that surrounds her, and to talk about you know morality and ethics is rough enough, but that that she is in one district. In Minnesota, uh, and it's hard to it, 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 the news and and what you see with 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 especially this progressive movement right now. It makes you feel like it's the whole country, and it's and it's not because how do you come into this situation and, and into this country for a handful of years and then all of a sudden want to just tear it all down? I, I that blows my mind. It it and you know and and there's going to be this Marsha Blackburn from Tennessee is like you know you she needs to resign. You know the, the, what what she's done in, in 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 Minneapolis with the police department. Now they they've gotten rid of it. They're uh, you know, and, and her quote was, "And we're going to dismantle it, get rid of it, the cancer, and allow for something beautiful to rise." I'm sorry, but just like everything else, there's no plan. It's it's just let's get rid of it. Even staunch Democrats are are not don't want to. I mean, Joe Biden, the the head of the party at this point, doesn't want to get rid of of police. I mean, you might have to change the. You might have to change things that happen within. That's 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 anything, especially governmental. But to dismantle it and to, and to be it and have no plan to what to do after. I mean, shootings are up, deaths are up. I I don't I don't quite understand the the continuation, especially after the last three weeks when violence has been in an upward trajectory, and and we're still that we're still going to push this narrative without any kind of plan other than, and, and the breathe act is, it just went through the house and I want to talk, we're going to talk about that next week. I kind of want to, I need to dissect it, but I mean, it, it is very lengthy and it does roll out some, some of the ideas that, 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 that progressives have, and maybe some of these things will be, will be changed. Um, but if you haven't checked it out, you need to check it out. I mean, it's, uh, it's, I think it's M M MBL four is the, is the website where you can check out the, the breathe act and, and for police reform, which again, I want to, I don't want to dive into that too much tonight, but next week for sure. I mean, it's, it's interesting, but it's definitely more social work oriented and, and, you know, it, and, and not punish the punishment. I, I, I sort of agree with that. You know, I mean, I, I think that, and, and Biden was a big part of this 
when he passed in 94, when he passed the, 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 um, the reform act for the, for, uh, Oh, what the hell was it called? Come on, Zach. It was the criminal reform act basically. And, I, and, and he was a big part of that and a big proponent of it in the Senate and it passed, but it was, it was very stringent and, and it did raise the population of the prisons. And, and let's face it. When I, I, I remember when I was running for office, 18 and 20 years old back in the day. I mean, West Virginia was a, you know, getting a prison was a big deal. Getting a prison in your district was a big deal because it brought jobs. It brought uh, federal money. It, it, it just, it, you know, it brought employment and getting a, it. And so, and I, nobody talked about what exactly what was going on privatizing prisons. I mean, I, you know, privatizing uh, governmental agencies has always been talked about because the private sector is supposed to be the ones that, you know, everything is nickel and dime. You're trying to do it for profit. It's supposed to be the, the most streamlined where government is just, it takes years to do anything. And nothing's ever done right. And, you know, some people that are, start a bill might not be there by the time, or start a situation might not be there by the time it, you know, it needs to come to fruition and it gets lost. I mean, all the all the red tape and all that. But but private private sector, you know, it's we got to get this done now because it's costing us money. So gov privatizing governmental agencies has been around forever. The idea, the talk about it, some things have been privatized. I don't know. I mean, uh, you could talk about the prison system and what it's done. I mean, obviously, it's a big deal in the black population because, it, you know, uh, of the amount of people per capita that, that are in prison. But that being said, you know, do you tear that whole, do you, do you tear that whole law apart? Because the bottom line is crime has gone down. Over the years, since the 70s, deaths, murders. I mean, you still obviously like Memphis or Chicago or, or New York, you still have some of these areas, bigger cities, especially that, you know, where murders is still sometimes an issue. But overall, it has been a it is crime has gone down. Did that bill necessarily take care of all the problems and, and, and maybe cause some problems when it came to imprisoning people and the punishment maybe didn't fit the crime in some cases, because we, you know, it is true. We are learning that addiction and, uh, you know, and, and, and marijuana and, and some of these things aren't, you know, it, we don't feel the same about those things as we did in 1994. And so some of those things need to be changed, but do you tear it all down? Absolutely not. You don't, you can't, you can't just dismantle that whole thing because we felt different in 94. It just goes like the statues, right? You can't, that person lived in that particular point in time. And those issues at that point in time were those issues. Does that make that person a bad person? Well, I mean, yes, just like everybody else, right? We, we, we all do bad things. Sometimes we all do things that 10 years later, we wish we wouldn't have done. Right. I mean, that's why I have 17 kids. Thought it was okay. No, I don't, I don't talk to any of them, but still, I don't know, Zach. I mean, you look like somebody that should have been in jail a couple of times. I, well, are you, we won't talk about okay, that. Okay. That's what I thought. So you were out in California and building houses, which is how we got on this whole building a shed, building a shed, like a house kind of, it's not even close. <laughs> I mean, we've left gaps in the floor. I don't think you would do that. In whoa, a house, would you? Whoa, let's not tell the Okay, I apologize. That... Well, I mean, we're going to fill them. <laughs> we're going to fill them. It's not a big deal. I mean, what was California like during this, I mean, two, two, three weeks ago? I mean, I was in a very small, small town, so it's just... Yeah, but I mean, what was it like? 
I mean, I mean, where people... It was so the are same, you, saying you know, 50% were wearing masks, 50% weren't, and um, they were worried about the weekenders coming up from the Bay Area to, you know, spread coronavirus, and, but for the most part, the locals were kind of like going about their daily business, going to the store, I mean, restaurants opened up pretty quick, just sat outside, luckily it was summer, so... I will give a bottle of whiskey and vitamins to the first person that can call in and say they knew somebody with COVID. I mean, that actually got sick. Interesting story. I have not fact-checked it. By the way, if you want to be a part of the show, we have a, a new number, 808-725-3116. You, you're welcome to call in and be a part of the show with us. Um, but I, I have heard a story where a couple of doctors got a few tests, two tests, opened them up, took them out of the packaging, and immediately put them in the packaging they're supposed to send them in to get tested. Okay? Hmm. They both came back positive. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. Don't so, know if it's true. Okay. I, I have to do the research. I, it's just something that I've heard. How valid is that? I, 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 how valid is it? <laughs> I mean, I should have made Parker do the research, but I didn't. I mean, I can barely get it out of him now. He's moved on to Smirnoff. Uh, uh, what are those things called? Popsicles? Yeah, Smirnoff popsicles. Screwdrivers. Did you just invent something? I didn't even know Smirnoff was still a thing. I think you invented something just then. Smirnoff popsicles. We'd like to uh, thank our uh, main sponsor, Aurora uh, Nutriscience, one of our main sponsors. Aurora Nutriscience with Liposomal that helps you get the vitamin into your system faster. Right? What if they would have come out with cocaine back in the day with liposomal? In, in isn't it kind of like a shake? Huh? Like? No, it's not a shake. It's it's liquid. So the cocaine would be. Well, in- I mean, the issue is, it you know, and they say it multivitamins will not go through your system. You know that you, you know if you were looking at what come out of you, that most of the time it's still a brick. It's still there. It doesn't digest. You know, and plus, you know, it's got fifty thousand vitamins in it that your body may or may not need. I mean, you're wasting a lot of money, at least with this and this system of how it delivers. It's, it, you know, you're, you're, you're getting, you're, you're getting the, the most for your money because this, this vitamin is actually getting into you, get it in you, Aurora Nutrisign. I'll send somebody some if they need it. If anybody needs vitamins, I will send it to you right now. Maybe the person that calls now. Yeah. First caller. So there are many terms I remember in the 80s, 90s, where it used to be uh, rad. Rad was a term. Tubular. Tubular. Uh, what were some of the t- Ninja Turtle? Uh, it was rad, tubular. Cowabunga. Cowabunga. Now, none of those have the gravity of what I'm about to say, but point being is that through the decades, there's always been different terms uh, for different situations. This, this is one that... I've finally heard enough people say and talk because woke, right? Woke um, and cancel culture, right? So let, let's just, let's get the definition. Parker, uh, go ahead and play that clip. Bro, what you up to? Uh, nothing much. Just looking up old videos and old tweets on celebrities trying to get them canceled. Cancel? Yeah. Um, it's when you jeopardize the livelihood and reputation of someone based on something they did in the past. Oh. Why? I'm a part of the most toxic community on the internet. 
It's what we do. Okay. Yep. We have to hold people accountable for what they've done in the past, regardless of who they are today. We don't judge people based on who they are now. We judge them on who they were. Hmm, I see. Honestly, to cancel someone, it doesn't even have to be something they did in the past. It could be something they did today or something we think that they might do tomorrow. Shit. Nowadays, we cancel people for no reason. You can do absolutely nothing. We'll cancel you. The most effective way to cancel someone is to create our own narrative and turn a subgroup against that celebrity. What do you mean? Okay, like J. Cole, for instance. He said in a recent song, it's something about this queen's tone that's bothering me. We took that line, twisted it, and we created the narrative that says J. Cole is telling black women to watch their tone, telling them to shut the fuck up and sit down. Now J. Cole is a misogynist that hates black women. Is that what he meant? Was that the intent? Probably not. But that's the thing with cancel culture. We create our own narratives. We don't follow logic or facts. We follow the herd. Oh. So so what do y'all get out of all this? Yeah, exactly. So that basically is the definition. It refers to a popular practice of withdrawing support for public figures and companies after they've done, said something considered objectionable or offensive. To who? Right? So that that's the issue. Who's the judge on that? Right. Well, and so the whole thing is because of social media and because of because you can get things out so quickly. What's the quote? The the the, a lie can will get around the world three times before the truth has time to put its pants on. I mean that 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 that's kind of this situation, and 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 I've seen it. So I mean I I didn't I didn't understand that there was this whole there's this whole thing behind it being canceled. I mean it's. I, you know, canceled used to mean your favorite TV show, right? So like King of the Hill was canceled. It was done. They didn't do anymore. And I was d- bummed out. But there's this whole world of people that love King of the Hill that want him to come back. Instead, they bring back Beavis and Butthead. Ah! That's also good. No! For the third time, we need King of the Hill. I, I You know, my, my thing is, if you're, n- can you, if you're not... You could get depressed by not being able to be canceled. If you're not, if 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 nobody likes you enough, you can't even be canceled. I almost that almost depress. There's so many ways that you can just be offended and just be upset I mean, at people now. There's, you know, you've said some stuff before. I'm surprised you haven't been canceled. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, in some cases, I have been. You know, I had to I had to figure out a way to get it out. But I mean, it's gotten to the point where people don't want to say anything about anything. You don't, you're afraid, men are afraid to talk to women. You, you you can't even tell a joke. It's a joke to tell a joke. You have to just make sure you, I mean, even when you tell a joke, you have to go, uh, that was a joke, by the way. Right. I mean, Louis C.K. is a prime example because he he did something where it was just him that, that people could have left the room. He wasn't touching anybody. He did. He just. He's nuts. Apparently, when it comes to touching himself, right? But point being is, you can't. So even if you don't even know that story, or even if you just like Louis C.K. and you're like, I don't. You know, pe- these people are on a different playing field in the entertainment industry, especially. 
I don't know what, how do you know what the situation was? You just don't know. I mean, Bill Cosby is a different ball game, right? Because I mean, it's, it's 30, 40 people. You know, this was some comedians in a room getting Louis C.K.'d, whatever you want to call it. But point being is that they make me feel bad for still liking Louis C.K., Michael Jackson. There's still, there's still stories about Michael Jackson on the news. There's still, the guy's dead, I think. Right? I mean, you know, there's supposed to be an island that Elvis and Frank, people like that go to. But point being is that, you know, we're still trying to cancel somebody that's not even a, that's not even alive. It's interesting. I mean, you know, and, and how much does this play a part in, in your life? I mean, does cancel culture bother? When somebody says something like Louis C.K. And, and people want him not, he, he lost everything. If you're not a part of cancel culture, do you not watch him anymore? Or do you secretly do it? <laughs> right? If you like Louis C.K., do you now have to turn your stereo down in your car if you're listening to, right? I mean, do, do you not give it, do you not give a crap? I mean, but, but this guy lost everything and who, who, who was trying to, you know, companies are so afraid to stand by anybody, even though. If you just let it go, they move on to somebody else, you know, unless this person did something so horrific, so bad. We've, I, I've, Joe Biden, there's this really bad ad of Joe Biden from the 80s that they, that the, uh, restoration pack uh, started in West, they, they, they put the ad out in Wisconsin. I, you go back and you start looking at Joe Biden and where they get this information from. It's pretty, it's pretty insane. Play, play that clip. Joe Biden has never been president for some very good reasons. Where did you place in that class? One of them is still breathtaking years later. I, I think I probably have a much higher IQ than you do, I suspect. I went to law school on a full academic scholarship, the only one in my, in my class, and in fact ended up in the top half of my class. I was the outstanding student in the political science department at the end of my year. I graduated with three degrees, and I'd be delighted to sit down and compare my IQ to yours if you'd like, Frank. Really, Joe? Biden now concedes he did not graduate in the top half of his law school class, that he does not have three degrees from college, and that he was not named outstanding political science student in college. Newsweek says Biden actually went to school on a half scholarship, ended up near the bottom of his class, and won only one degree, not three. Now Biden says Newsweek is right. His memory had failed him. Joe Biden, unsuited then, unsuited now. Restoration Pack is responsible for the content of his advertising. Uh, okay, so... The whole point is, bring up my computer. Now watch this. This is the same time period. Joe Biden was victimized by the truth. Bye-bye Biden. He may not know it yet, but I think this is very going to be very difficult for him to recover. Is Joe Biden dead meat, yes or no? I think so. Bob? It's in terminal condition. Terminal? Eleanor? Yes, unless he comes in third in Iowa. Morton? <laughs> Dying. I say dead. We'll Democratic presidential candidate okay, Joseph Biden today faces a controversy. So, this is 1987. He says this stuff. That's cancel culture. Right? 
Joe Biden's been in this, been in, in in legislature, in Congress, and in in politics forty seven years. There is an issue with time. Time cures all situations, it, relationships, politics, especially because a lot of people from that period of time are dead. They don't even know that Joe Biden was running for president in eighty eight. Or whatever you know, whatever the situation was, and and right there, that's cancel culture. But because social media was not a thing, and you were still dealing with newspapers, and you could not see it, everybody just did not see that. He just mo- he just goes on, keeps getting elected in Delaware, and and goes about his business until he's the vice president. And if elected in this presidency, he'll be the oldest president the United States ever had. I mean, he's having a rough time right now, but the point of this is that's cancel culture. Those people on that show, I remember that show. Is he dead? Yes, he's dead. I He's uh, uh, put him on the back burner. Flip the skillet. Trump is in the same ball game. Look at, watch, the, I mean, this This is, you, people forget that is the bottom line. All right, so I want you to play, I want you to play, let's see. Let's go back to 87, clip four. Show, I said you either love him or you hate him. Now, do you find that that's true, or does everybody love you, or does everybody hate you? No, most people love me, and a few really have great distaste for me, Dave. Uh-huh. And why, like why, why is it that those people, that few, would not care for you? Because I, you're so successful? I can't successful? imagine. No, no, I don't think so. It's just uh, I sort of speak my mind a little bit. A little bit like you in that respect. Uh-huh, yeah. A little bit like A you. little bit like me. Not too much, hopefully. How much, how much are you worth right now as you're sitting right here? <laughs> Zero idea, David. It depends on what's happening with the world and the market. But the million dollars for each person in the audience sounds like it could be an intriguing idea. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I, I, I will just say this. I, I picked these from David Letterman just because David Letterman is a very liberal person. And obviously, 1987, he was just getting into the late night scene. And if you look at, at David and Donald's President Trump's, uh, you know, relationship, it's very close, very close. But you said it earlier, you know, who's that guy, right? I mean, that I'd vote for that guy, right? And so people forget that Donald Trump was such a huge, huge, huge part of, of American culture for 50 years now, 50, 55 years. This guy was building buying all kinds of things, including in D.C., New York, all over the country, all over the world, was buying up property and fixing them up and building infrastructure and creating jobs. And, I mean, you don't hear everything, whether it's talking about a black person, uh, homosexuals, whatever the case is, you never, you could not go back from, from today until 1985 and any of these interviews I listened to and and get and and where people like David Letterman or Jay Leno, they knew he was an egotistical butthead. But you could not dispute the fact of his success. And people have been asking him to run for office, either mayor or governor of New York or president of the United States since 1985. We forget. Play that other clip. This is uh, this is him talking about Ed Koch, and 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 understand this: he's not changed. This is the same guy he's always been, 
the whole his whole life. What's the deal with you and uh, and Ed Koch? Is is this an old irritation between the two of you, or is this no, something new? No, it's really not. Ed Koch is a man who I've I've liked at some points in terms of a, I, I have no objection to Ed except for one one thing. He's not a very capable or competent mayor. He's done. Whoa. A He's done, a, he's done a bad, as most of you New Yorkers will probably know, he's done a, a pretty bad job running New York, and that hurts me and it hurts everybody. And when I see somebody that's not competent and he's running something, and something that I have a big, really a big stake in, it bothers me and I do something about it. I mean, he's not, because he isn't a political figure at this point, and for many years after, you might, you might not like what he just said, but you agree with it. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. Or not. You don't agree with it. No, I mean, I don't, I don't know. What? Okay. So you, you give it to me. I mean, how does that make you feel when he, I mean, this is a 40 year old, not even 40. He's probably 35 here. How, I mean, you just see an egotistical ass. I mean, is that what you see, or or what? what? I mean, I'm I'm in, I'm just impressed by his speaking abilities compared to now. <laughs> that's I, the first thing I noticed. You know, that's right. I I don't disagree. Uh, I think that it, it's really a dark day in this country when we really have to choose between a 77 and a 74 year old man who's not in the prime anymore on a job that is extremely difficult and just carries so much stress and weight. It, this is rough in that regard because that guy, you vote for him. As, as a matter of fact, back in 1987, when Gary Hart was running and, and George Bush and, and, and uh, who, who was Bush running against at that point? I can't remember. Regardless, he was a bookie. He set odds. And he gave Donald Trump, if if Donald would have run in 87, he was st they were talking about him running for president in 87. There's been so many it's so many instances where it seems that's brought up where presidency for Donald Trump is a, a topic. And, and 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 why not? I mean, you can't again. Everybody votes with their wallets. I mean, right now in June last month the Democrats raised $37 million for Joe Biden. In that same month, Trump raised $131 million. Trump is part of the cancel culture in the sense that at the end of the day, Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, Tea Party, what, what I think Kanye West's birthday party, it, they, it's, they, what, they say to, what people say to your face is totally different than actually how they feel. It's very, right, in, in the sense of what they do when they go in the voting booth. You could preach to the mountain that you're not going to vote for a misogynist, racist, whatever, and then you get inside that curtain and you're like, oh, God, though, my freaking 401 is killing it. <laughs> I could deal with four more years. And Biden right now is worse. So if you're you're picking, really, if you're looking from just a perspective of, of poise, and how somebody talks, uh, Trump's still the best candidate right now. Because I mean, if you watch Joe Biden's clips and, and interviews, it's it is it is it's not funny. It is not funny. It is extremely 
disheartening that 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 if he wins, I think knowingly he's not going to end. It's he's not going to have two terms. Are Democrats really that pissed off with the fact of how the economy is going and jobs and everything else in this country? Are we are they really that upset to elect somebody? that it really is not fit for office just to get rid of Donald Trump for four years. I mean, if you really think about it, you've lived through Reagan, you've lived through Bush, you've lived through uh, Clinton, Bush again, Obama, and every freaking time you get pissed off, everybody gets, you got happy people and pissed off people, but if you look at the pissed off people, oh, we can't do it, the country's going to go to shit, it's going to be the worst thing ever, and then you're done, eight years goes by, like my dad used to say about college, it's freaking eight semesters and you're done. Get it, stop, shut up, and get it over with. Stop trying to make, you know, don't be against the president. If you don't like him, vote him out. But the fact that you want him to mess up or not do well is only screwing the country. It's the same thing with Obama. I, I didn't necessarily, I don't agree, I didn't agree with a lot of the politics of Obama and some of the things that I wish he would have done and could have done, especially with race relations, regardless, I didn't want him to do bad. I just didn't want to pay 60% of tax. You know, I didn't want to, you know, I'd like to be able to leave pancakes, uh, you know, that the government doesn't take 50% of what I'm trying to leave pancakes. You know, that kind of thing. I get in on that? I mean, I don't know. If if pancakes (laughs) passes before... But but you make a solid point. When did Trump turn? It, are you looking at the Trump? The the this this where he went after this base because he was that guy. The first he's ran a couple of times and he was he was that guy, but never could get traction because nobody took it serious. I remember in 1999. I tell you what, play the. Uh, Play the clip three. Play clip three. This is 1999. Have you ever, have you ever been elected to anything? School president, uh, fifth grade class? Just the president, chairman, vice president, secretary, treasurer of my own company. But that's not, but that's not, but that's, but that's a dictatorship. That's a dictatorship. <laughs> this, that's, is a, this is a democracy. That's true. That's true. That is a you'll total put, dictatorship. You appoint yourself. That's exactly Now, right. do you feel you'll be able to restore dignity? To the office? Of well, I think I would be. I mean, the country's really <laughs> suffered from a lack of dignity over the last number of years, and yeah, I think I would. Everybody's making money. That's right. Everyone's the making economy, money. You gotta no admit, the economy's pretty good. They're, the economy has been good, and I'm, a, I'm one of the folks that it's been very good to. And right, the economy right. has been good, and I think the economy can stay good with the right person going in for the next four years. Now, they say a job like president requires a big ego. How do you think? <laughs> You think you can handle it? I'm not sure my ego is big enough. That's one of the things with checking Really? So, I got to be honest with you. When people talk about Trump being a patriot, and when when people talk about how much he cares about this country, I tell you, if you really go back and look over stuff, again, everybody thinks he's an egotistical butthead. But the the way he's talked about this country from the beginning has never changed. And and the thing you got to, and, and so here's the issue. If, if you put him beside Joe Biden, 
and you look at the amount of compl- accomplishments they've done in the United States for the United States, you've got a career politician and a business person. He, by a million miles, has done more for this country than Joe Biden. So, I had a poll. I had a poll about term limits. This, this, is the, this is where the rubber meets the road on term limits. Because you got people like Joe Biden, who in 1985 was telling the world, telling the United States how bad the United States was, how much we could change it, how we, things could get better. And progressively, you just watch this man over the course of 47 years say the same thing over and over. As a matter of fact, you watch all the politicians say the same thing over and over and over again. And nothing, and and things change. Okay, so here, understand this. Things have changed. I don't know if you remember, if, if for those of you that were in the 80s, but even as a kid, I knew that, Going to McDonald's, and and by the time you were done, you had enough styrofoam to start your own Amazon company. Even I knew that was bad, <laughs> right? Even I, even I knew that, like, okay, this doesn't make sense. None of the this shit's going to be around here, but you know, it's for hundreds of years. Nuclear power, all that stuff. Even as a kid, because the big thing when I was going to school, you know how, you know, you're you, like my my parents or their parents the war World War II or nuclear war with Cold War in Russia. My thing was the the Amazon forest. When I was in middle school, mm. what they were scaring kids with was the Amazon forest, right? And it was gonna it was good that we were raping it and it was gonna be gone and nobody could breathe and there was a hole in the ozone and every time my mom used white rain, it was just killing the whole the whole planet. <laughs> and then you grow up. And now I've been to Brazil and I've been to the rainforest and I've listened to Brazilians talk about how it's all bullshit. And, and that, you know, that yes, that they had to do some, they had to, there was laws that they had to pass to keep, you know, the fringe of, of people going in and doing things illegally. But as far as the, the fires and, and, and all the burn off and all that kind of stuff and what they've done over the last uh, 25 years to, to make sure it, it's sustainable and it's beautiful, Right. And the ozone, then you find out that there's supposed to be a hole in the ozone. <laughs> I remember my mom used to put white rain in her hair. I swear to God, if you would have lit a match near her head, the whole house would have went up. We lived in a long cabin. Yeah! I used to make a torch out of the hairspray. So, I ask you first. I just asked a simple question. Should there be congressional term limits? What do you, what, what's, your, what's your opinion? I don't have um, too much insight on that, but my first thought is, yeah. Okay, there's, I mean, they're you know, what's the, to, what to keep you... to keep them. Otherwise, you can kind of just do you can screw around, and you have nothing to hold you accountable. Basically, basically. Well, I mean, aren't the people supposed to hold you accountable? I mean, your voters, right? Yeah. Isn't that the point? Yeah, it's a, it's a lot slipperier. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a lot slipperier. Is, is there a word slipperier? I don't think so. It's a very slippery slope. Slipperier. Sli- slipperier? It, it really is. When you really think about it, term limits 
there are good and bad parts of it. I think that I look back, the biggest, one of the biggest proponents or one of the biggest cons or against having term limits is the loss of seniority. And so if you, if you look at what, what people do in their districts over a long period of time, the more seniority they get, that's how they keep getting reelected, right? They get reelected because the, the more they're in government, the more they can get for the people that are voting for them. So there's this website called govtracks.us. And, and if you have never been there, I would suggest you go. If you have political questions, this is a hell of a place because it shows you every referendum, every bill that's been passed, brought up, that didn't make it through, who sponsored them, how everybody votes, who didn't show up, who showed. I mean, it's a pretty impressive website. But my point is, if you look at this, there's a, they have a, a map, basically, of, of how people vote. And you just see it. The House is so... you got more middle of the road. Obviously, there's 437 compared to 100. But point being is, you got two years. And you can see where more people come over to the... Republicans, they kind of stay in that moderate, you know... A little bit, a little bit past the middle, where Democrats, you know, they 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 seem to have to come over a little bit more because usually it's fiscally tied. You know, a lot of things are fiscally tied, and and Republicans at the at the at the most, if you throw out the ethics, if you throw out all that kind of thing, and you just look at fiscal conservatives, you know, you ha- who pays for this stuff, and cons- and that's why you need Republicans. In my point of view, is. Somebody's got to, okay, liberals are more social and they want to help, you know, they want to pass out the money and help people and all that kind of stuff. And that's fine. And then there should be an accountability part. And that's the two part. And that's just part of the two party system. Point being is 90% of incumbents win elections. So once you're in, it's virtually impossible to get you out. AOC is a prime example. Right. And so if you did have term limits and I and, and, and really the term limit issue is, is two years for Senate. Which is two two terms for Senate, which is 12 years and six terms for the House. Which is how long? 12 years. So you the, the House is two years terms and Senate six. Mm. Right. You know, and, and so you start taking away the power from the committee. The committees aren't as the people on the committees aren't as powerful, which I, I don't disagree with because good bills die in committee. I mean, that's how this, you know, a lot of times it works. 7% of legislation that's put up becomes law. So just to give you an example, this year alone, there've been 13,000 bills or resolutions brought to the, brought to the table not meaning that they've gone to the house not not to be voted on but they 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 are sponsored and they go to a committee and so these committee chairs have the ability to stifle anything they want if they don't get what they want and that's always been an issue that's an issue in state politics it's an issue in in big cities 
The question is, if you have a good one, and it's hard to, and it's hard after a, a long period of time to still be tied to the root. That's the that's the issue. You know, you get down there, and everybody has good intentions. You, you're you know you want to change whether whether it's whether you believe it or not. AOC, for instance, I mean, her district believes in her and wants her to get it done. Again, there it is. Where I, as much as maybe I don't agree with her politics, I still don't want her to do bad, right? I mean, I don't want anybody to do bad because you're only cutting your nose off to spite your face. But Omar doesn't represent the country. She represents that district, right? And in that district, the demographic is different. The, the the races are different. It does not that district, you know, and and what you know, AOC has something like a million or more followers on on Instagram or Twitter, whatever the case is. I mean, and and I think that what I mean, there was like forty thousand people that voted. You know, so point being is that the, that the, that these ideas, you have pockets of these progressives, especially like the defund the police and the Green New Deal and those types of things. I mean, they, you, all of a sudden, they become way more for somebody that just got there. And so you got to understand it. A term limit would then bring people like that faster, right? So you got to, because you, you you only got so many terms. And so if you, the, the Green New Deal, you're either going to, you go in on it, and buddy, you got to get it done. If that's, if I that's, mean, can yeah, can you even get anything done in that short of? Well, know, and, that, and that takes everything takes so. That's that's the that's the whole thing. You don't have to. That's one of the things for term limits is you don't have to vote party line. So you know, basically, you you you're not going to be beholden to a guy in a committee or somebody that's above you. And you and and so now you can vote your conscience instead of having to vote because if you look at these bills. If you look, if you go through and read, I got to be honest with you. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want the job. And that's another, that's another problem for another day. Who in the hell wants to do this? I mean, between the cancel culture and, and everybody being up your, nobody would, nobody with any sense wants to be put under a microscope like they do in today's society. I mean, I don't, I don't know why you want to deal with it dissected oh my god it's 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 beyond dissected and you can't make a mistake i don't understand what it is that when somebody gets elected or becomes a police officer or whatever the case is they become somebody else and not part of the human society anymore i mean i've always thought that i think there's just i mean there's a huge book that the day you become president you get the book they set it on your desk and go here Here's the stuff you don't know. <laughs> well, no, that actually is a real thing. Oh, really? That is a real thing. <laughs> I think. Is it National uh, Treasure? National Treasure that, that was about that? Where the, there's the Book of Secrets? Oh. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I can't Tells vaguely, you who, vaguely why Lincoln, yeah, who yeah. killed JFK and all that kind of thing. And then they're like, this is why you can't talk about it or say anything or tell the truth about that particular. That's right. This and that and this. Somebody knows these things. Yeah. And I mean, now nowadays... I mean, you could tell the public that uh, there's aliens, and nobody gives a shit. You know, no, I mean, nobody cares. I mean, we've we've just and and you can't tell me. And this one of these conspiracy corners, you can't tell me that that the government has not worked with with movie directors. You can't tell me that 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 things like the Matrix and 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 these things are not not 
there to help people start wrapping their mind around some things that, that, you know, that you could not comprehend. Yeah. I mean, I, if you, if Neo came in here right now, I'd be like, man, I spent 10 years with you, babe. I mean, I'm in, give me that pill. I mean, I'm serious. I mean, Which the, pill? the alien, <laughs> uh -huh. gross. I'd like to thank our sponsors right now that help us out with uh, with uh, putting on the old show. And we got a new sponsor coming up next uh, next week. We're going to unroll uh, uh, my buddy uh, out of Chicago that has a law firm here in in Chicago and and also in Nashville now, the uh, Verdoliac Law Firm. And so we're rolling them out. But right now we got Guidance Whiskey, old Jason, helping us out. Modern Media Geeks, Titan Motoring. Phil was on here last week with us, and Sony Mobile, Aurora NutriScience, Hertz Audison, and Cartronics out of out of Nashville. So we appreciate those guys very much. Like I said, I, I mean, uh, Aurora wants me to give away vitamins. So if anybody wants any, I saw somebody a minute ago that said, uh, just eat better, eat better. What, what's Steve saying? Uh, let's see, two terms, uh, any 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 roll and then done. Two terms. Ah, four, years in the four years in the house is not enough. It's not enough. I mean, let me ask you this. You were on TV, right? Yes. Well, you were, it was uh, what? Uh, biggest Loser? It, uh, no. Fear, Fat Factor? Fat Factor. That's good. Fear Factor. Fear Factor. <laughs> Let me, I mean, this is a thing. I mean, people, most people, I wouldn't say you specifically, but most people are, you know, they're looking for people to, I don't know, pull for them, right? I mean, and be there and say nice things and all that kind of stuff. I like like a cheerleader. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm sure some of that with you, especially it, it, you know, you're looking, you know, you want to be an actor and you want to do those certain things. So getting on, getting exposure and having that as a part of your, I mean, that's all part of it, right? Yeah. What was it like? Cause what year was this? 2012. 2012. Yeah. So Facebook was big. It was kind of just starting, starting. I don't know if it was quite big. It was, I think it was big in the college community. It was right. Mm. That's how it all started, yeah, right? Yeah. So, what was? I mean, how, how how did people respond to you? I mean, how do you get a lot of? Did you get a lot of hate? No, I mean, I as you, I don't know if you can tell, I'm fairly. Uh, I, I I I don't really like too much drama or. Oh, I couldn't tell. Yeah. So makes sense the, you're here then. On the show, there was luckily some other um, couples that were a little more. controversial and just oh. like just shouting out and yeah yelling at each other and screaming so, so i just smiled how much of it is directed because it's is that considered a reality show yeah yeah i mean honestly it i it was less directed than i thought it there might be a moment where uh in our particular episode uh, we had to eat bumblebees and we came or uh honeybees we had to uh come out and they are like, and you're going to eat honeybees. And we were like, oh. and But we didn't react quite as well as the director wanted. So there's like moments like that. They're like, can you do that again? Just be a little more like scared. But other than that, like the actual stunts were all just, someone got hurt every single Parker, stunt. Parker, pull up, pull up. How, what do you look up to get that? Uh yeah, it's pull it's up. called the bees are so angry. No, 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 no. 
Oh. Pull up the one where you jump, where the car goes through the, the truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. But type in the bees are so angry, fear factor, and the whole episode should come up, and it'll be the last stunt. I mean, do you remember if 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 I, I like I just can't remember. I mean, so you really what was your present? Was there an online presence that you guys had that they made you work with? And no, it wasn't even like I don't. Twitter like kind of was just starting. There was no. You couldn't get, there was no way, no one thought of getting a following. There wasn't that at all. So it was such a, I was at the very beginning of it all. So it wasn't a thing at all. They didn't even, like now they'd probably put your, you know, Instagram name. Right. I mean, let me ask you this. What Would you want to be on that show now? With, do you think it would be more beneficial now based on all the social media stuff? Uh, as far as like, yeah, as far as social media and getting kind of traction with that, then yeah, definitely would would help. Whereas See, this, I I, mean, I think one person recognized me once, <laughs> which is fine. It's just, <laughs> and, and it was and, my and that dad. Was the, that was the first time you tried to take your life. That was the, that was that first one. I mean, it, it you know it the cancel people don't realize the cancel culture and the shaming. It's hurting the the kids the worst. Right, the suicidal rate and and the depression. Could you imagine being in school right Absolutely now? Absolutely not. With the social media, Absolutely bullying not. and oh, I wouldn't even. You can't even have kids right now. I mean, it is hard as a human being to try to put yourself in somebody else's shoes, right? So even having even having kids, I, I often wonder this: that you know, you can't feel another person's, you know, their their the pain. You can only. To, you know, you can take what they're going through and try to put yourself, remember something that was similar and then go that route. I could not even understand. I don't even know how you would talk to your children about bullying and the cyber. Bur- I mean, I mean, I remember you just get your ass kicked. Somebody yeah. pull your underwear over your head and, and you just and you graduated. Yeah. And then you, you know? have to go, well, let me teach you how to fight, son. Yeah. No, not even that. I mean, I, I you know, it, it just it was it, I don't understand how it how it's done today and the tools, you know, if you talk to teachers, it's not something that is comes up that often about the social uh, aspect and the social workers that work within schools. I mean, it's not really something that is that you, you hear about and maybe, you know, maybe that's something that needs to happen, but it definitely, my God, I mean, I, I just, I, I watch what some people say uh, and, and, and you're just like, I, now, there's this other side of this, which I didn't even understand how big this was, that there are people that just go out on a fake account, uh, read somebody's comment or somebody's post, put a comment, and just and begin to watch, watch the ball watch roll. Watch the fire. Yeah. So what does that say about? People, I, I don't, under, you know, that's the bad part about this. You, there's millions and millions of people that are really just nuts, right? And there are people that go out and and just post something on on somebody that, you know, that's that's already already fragile, and I mean, they just go viral. Yeah. And and I'm trying to create something, a song or whatever the case is, and I could I can't get past my parents, right? So, you know, and and, and then and then these viral things are just unbelievable. But this cancel culture, I, I'm I, I feel like, you know, it's starting to it's starting to become an excuse and not so much a because you know people blame stuff on it. 
So if you're if you don't get your if you don't get your way about something, or if if people try to cancel you, it's the, so eventually the the people that are trying to cancel you are the bad people, you know. And so they're just you just end up flip everybody just ends up flipping shit on each other. But it is insane, and I I don't I don't know how kids are gonna I don't know how kids would handle it. I don't know as a parent how you'd even talk to your kids. I mean, I just don't I don't get it. And the thing about it is, it's not so much now, right? It's what happens later. The psychological effect of if you try to remember what your life was like when you were eight, nine, ten years old, and when you got to high school, and and for a majority of people that you know maybe were socially awkward or or weren't as personal or got into scraps or whatever the case is, you remember these certain moments that really made you who you are, right? Yeah, yeah. There's and, and then there's some things you need to forget. There's some things that your mind makes you forget on purpose because, you know, I don't want to remember the guy that literally, I mean, literally put my underwear completely around my chin. I mean, I just, <sighs> I remember it. Well, I mean, with society, I, in, I just remove myself from the, from the drama and from the this and the that to just stay away and say, ah, it's not for me. But you, like, you can't even run away from social bullying just because you canceled your your social accounts you could still be all over social media it doesn't change have you, anything have you, you know what i mean not only that but have you tried to cancel a facebook account <laughs> i'm not kidding you there are there are friends of mine that have passed away that are still on there you know yes. what i mean I, i'm saying it like i've tried to remove an account when i first started and it took me seven months to delete it off of there. <laughs> it was in freaking sane. Anyway. I think uh I think uh I think we'll do this. In two thousand eight oil was hundred and forty seven dollars a barrel. And now it's negative forty one. Nineteen eighty five live aid the first live aid concert. First live aid. 1955, Disney Anaheim was open. You ever been there? I have, yeah. I stood in line. What I don't it, know what if it, I actually... What is the difference between uh, Disney Land and Disney World? Land is a little bit smaller. World is bigger. World is bigger? Yeah. No kidding. What else happened? Here you want to you want to talk about how things have changed. In 1954, Operation Wetback is launched in the United States Immigration and Neutralization Services. Jeez, <laughs> are you freaking kidding me? I don't think we could have said that today. Yeah, could we have? It definitely would have a different name. It would today. have a different name. I think I think you're right. 1997, and that this is hard to believe. In 1997, Versace was murdered outside of his house. I remember that. 1997. Time is unbelievably goes so fast, so fast. Operation what? Can you? I just, I just blows my mind. In 1955, President Eisenhower signed a bill requiring the use uh, of the inscription "In God We Trust" on paper money. I don't think that would happen now. If no. if "In God We Trust" was not on the money right now, and somebody made that a thing, wanted to try to get that, I don't think you could do it now. So I mean. That, that does just go to show you 
that things change. Things change. Nothing changes. Oh my God. But then one, one too many Tom Petty songs. In 1947, Roswell Army Airfield issued a press release stating that they had personally recovered a flying disc. Oh, like a Frisbee? Well, Roswell's uh, Area 51, right? Is that right? Don't know. Yeah, Area 51. Yeah. And that's today in history. So there you go. Things have changed. What hasn't changed is uh, our ability to get things right here at the studio. Disappointing. Depressing, actually. I will say this. We have an election for a president coming up. How many more months? Four? Four. Four. Based on that right now, I mean, I know you're not into politics much, but I mean, how do you feel going into this? Good, bad, or in between? Bad, mainly just because of the uncertainty and there's just so much uncertainty going on in general. Is it, is it, I mean, my, my thing is there, there is once this money runs out and, and for the, for, uh, unemployment, unemployment, the $600 is gone a week. The people just start getting back to work. I mean, that's what I, you know, cause I know in the service industry, especially that a lot of, a lot of people, a lot of people that aren't going back to work because the $600 is, you know, it's part of their, yeah their check or whatever. And obviously the service industry is a shutdown still in a lot of places. I mean, so those people, whatnot. But I mean, I, it is it is going to be interesting at the end of the month when that money is not there anymore to see how that's going to affect what what's happening. But that being said, where does this affect how people vote? Because it's not just the presidential election; it's also all the other elections around the country. And I and my thing is, you know, if we change all these horses in midstream during something that is as bad as what's going on right now, especially, I, I, I just, I don't know. I don't feel good about it. I mean, you got Joe Biden and the people that are around him that have been there for a long time. I don't necessarily feel like the bottom's going to drop out if he would win. But I definitely feel I'd be a little bit more worried then, you know. More worried. Be more worried. Yeah. I mean, the PPP, for instance, it's still got $167 billion that they're still trying to pass out. They've let that go till August. I mean, where are people going to make money? I mean, I, I you know, and, and if you can't, it, you know, because I, I just don't understand. I, I remember in the beginning, everybody was, you know, the, the car stereo industry was, was booming. A lot of things were booming because people had time and they were, they had some, even the unemployment was, they were spending that money and that's what kept the economy going. Once it's gone, what happens then? You know, what are you going to do? I can't pay you. Wait, are you firing me? No, I'm not firing you. Just telling you, <laughs> you can't, I'm not going to give you any money. It's, 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 uh, I mean, I think, you I don't know, know, they're just going to have to do what they're going to have to go back to work. They're going to just say, Hey, if they can, like you said, some, a lot of people if, won't be able to. I mean, my thing, my, my thing is if, if you own a business and you got PPP money, for instance, and it's still, and you still have it, or you can still apply for it, or the or the e, EIDL loan, or whatever the case is, and and or you've already applied and spent it all, 
and they keep shutting you and keep shutting the businesses down or not allowing you to open up fully. I don't think I've heard anybody say anything about that. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like what happens when this money runs out? I haven't, I haven't heard. I, I mean, and I read constantly trying to, you know, know what the hell I'm talking about, but I have not seen anything about what happens when this money runs out. I mean, Tennessee and other states are continuing. I just got an email a couple of days ago about applying for Tennessee business relief. So I, I'm not sure where that money's coming from. You know, because, I mean, that's separate from the SBA, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly certain. But it was it, it specifically said, you, you are eligible for Tennessee business relief. So, I mean, I, does that mean they, they, they really think this is going to continue for... Not like a tax break? No, no, it's money. Like I mean, money? you're applying for money. I mean, nobody... And I, I'll tell you this. The PPP money, nobody can tell you what to do with it. I mean, I you know, they the, the one interesting thing that I've been trying to understand is that, you know, the loan, the EIDL loan, they want to know what that amount you got from the disaster loan. They want to know that in the PPP, and then they give it to you over top of the, the, the two and a half times your payroll. So I called the SBA in, in, in Nashville and then the SBA out of Birmingham, and they could not tell me what that money was to go for. Was it to pay the EIDL loan off and roll it into that particular thing? So nobody knows. Yeah. The bank would not let me return it. So I couldn't even return money that I felt maybe is interesting here if I, if I wanted to. If I got that loan and I got the, you know, because if you, this is, I've, I've been talking to some folks here and they're in the same ballgame. Like what, I got this money that asked me what the EIDL loan, how much I got from that. And then they gave me that over top and I have no idea what to do with it. And nobody knows what to do with it. And, 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 you know, you hear things that, that in 10 months from now, they're just going to uh, forgive everything. And then you hear some people that said they're not going to forgive anything or they're going to, you know, or you got to be, or they're going to, you know, you're going to get uh, audited. And if you don't spend it for these specific things, because a lot of people gave it back because they did not know what to do with it. Know what to do with it. Yeah. It's a rough time to be making big decisions. Oh, it's not even big. <laughs> to, it, right. I mean, but at the same time, you're, you're, Billions, $500 billion, 40, you know, over a little over 50% of it, 60% of it, they passed out. 40, there was like 47% of the applications did not get money that applied for it. Then they turn around and say that there's all this money still left, but nobody knows what to do with it. I'm telling you right now, sole proprietor, by yourself, Nashville's full of them, gig people, whatever. You got to look into it. So if you, even if you're by yourself, because that's where I thought you couldn't get it was sole proprietor. I thought it was only for people that had employees. But as a ten, as a, as a sole proprietor, one employee, you can apply for it, and and have a pretty good shot of getting it. So if 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 you are in that situation, coming out of unemployment, if that's what if you've gotten unemployment and that's what you've been living off of, the PPP might be an option. But then there's a factor of if you get the PPP, do you have to pay back the unemployment? 
I mean, do you? I'm going to Mexico. Yeah? I don't know. Canada? Isn't it awful? I went on Southwest the other day to get plane tickets, and I'm, I mean, you could get plane tickets to freaking Guam for 87 bucks right now. And you can't go anywhere. <laughs> it's the damnedest thing I ever saw in my entire life. So what I did is I put on some tropical music, and I just looked at it, and I put on like a screen saver, and I just pretended like I paid 87 bucks. <laughs> Squirted a little water in my face. Got yourself a little uh, Malibu rum. It's rum's not good. Mm. Speaking of rum, Guidance Whiskey. <laughs> Check it out. Guidance Whiskey. One of the one of the highlights of my life uh, was learning about Jack Daniels. And then uh, I met Jason, and we sat down in his office, and he, and he says, all right, look, this is, this is just a sip and whiskey. I want you to understand, you don't shoot this. For you to enjoy and sit down and talk. And I mean, that's his whole thing with Guidance Whiskey. And uh, it's it's been a cool experience uh, meeting him and his story. Uh, but you, we have an interview with him talking about how he got here and, and why he decided to do this and and uh, his future his future endeavors. Uh, it's an interesting, interesting guy and interesting story. I don't know. Anyway, been good. I mean, cancel culture, being woke. Term limits. Term limits. I, I still, everybody on this poll that we had, it was 25 people, I think, all yes. I, I don't know if anybody can tell you why. Because I don't know what, you, you know, that's that's the thing, right? You don't know when you when you make a decision about something, if especially something that you really have no control after you vote, right? We don't really have, you can vote for somebody, but you don't necessarily have control on what's going to happen after you vote for them. Right. And that's why I, I'm so staunch on state politics, because once you vote for people in city council and, and state legislature, you can still reach out. You can go, especially in Nashville. I mean, you can literally go to the state capitol and, and, and see these people. Yeah. But the Beltway and, and Washington, D.C., it's totally different. I mean, you have no idea. But in a business, when you make a decision, you stick, you know, you, you make a decision, you you can see it through. And yeah, I mean, there is, right. Kinda. It's like, why do you, when you get behind a car, behind the wheel of a car, you, you, you take, you don't even think about the fact that your chances of getting in a car wreck are much, much, much greater than in a plane, right? But it takes you, that plane ride, that first plane ride, it's a bear, but you just eventually, you just say, you tell yourself, I don't have any control over this. And if I go, I go. And that's kind of what it's like to vote. And that's kind of what it's like for the federal government and all this stuff. It, 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 you just, you have to have faith that it's going to work. And that is why you can't tear all these systems apart. You can't just tear them down and start over. It took years to get here. It's going to take time to fix stuff. But you got to, you know, you, you you look at things, you start fixing one thing instead of trying to rip down the whole thing. This is so big. The federal government and, and the programs and, the, and everything that happens out of the federal government is so big and so mountainous that not even the people that are voting on the legislation, legislation know what they're voting on. The, PP, the PPP Act was passed at the end of January. The House 
had 30 minutes with the bill before they had to vote on it. The one big line with Obamacare from from Nancy Pelosi was it's it's so big that we'll have to pass it to find out what's in it. Literally said it. You know, I mean, and so that's one way to do it. Well, I mean, the, the thing about it is, and the whole point is, the point is, you let, we're going to pass it. Some of these things are going to help people, and the things that don't, we'll have to fix. And that's exactly what you got going on with the with the the programs now that they don't know what they're just passing out money, trying to keep everybody calm. But eventually, you, you, something is going to give. You're going to pay taxes that you didn't think you're going to have to pay. You're going to have to pay money back that you didn't think you were going to have to pay back. Something's got to give. I mean, you just can't pass out this this amount of money without any kind of forethought. But that's what's happened. Rand Paul was the only one that voted against it because of, of, of how flagrant and just flip it it was to to just write a check like they have and and, and you know and i'm i'm sure he, he's gonna get some shit for that but i mean at least you had somebody in there that's saying look we didn't even take the time to understand how this was going to be paid back i mean you can't have kids now you realize that right i mean forget college they're gonna be paying back the the ppp <laughs> pay back that stimulus i mean it's the truth well, I mean, other than a few, other than a few, uh, you know, snafus with Parker not being able to, you know, get get everything right, I feel like you know tonight was pretty informative. It was. I didn't do a uh, conspiracy corner tonight because, well, I want to dive into Jeffrey Epstein a little bit. Ooh. Yeah, it's going to be rough. It's rough, but it's also taken me some serious time because uh, there's a lot of. Uh, moving parts and now uh, the woman that he was with for all those years just got arrested right so there is this conspiracy here somewhere with Barr trying to get rid of the attorney general in the south district of new york who was he he gets rid of him and two weeks later they get her in jail and then she gets covid and then wait till you see the pictures some of the pictures we have of these diff- of different people, Kevin Spacey and and where they were. I mean, it, it just in and and you know it, it it really is insane. And and Jeffrey Epstein, apparently now it's coming out that there were more of these types of rings in the United States with celebrities and and people of influence from all over the world. Right? It's insane. It, it is insane and a lot bigger than anybody is understanding. I don't know if you have seen the. Uh, they've already got the. Netflix special out on him. Have yeah, you seen that? Yeah, I saw that. I mean, I don't, you know, in the beginning, I don't know how to feel about it. Uh, you know, because some of the women that were a part of that, they were young girls, right? Very young. I, I get it. I got a, a little bit of an issue with the amount of times that people kept going back. Right? So, it, this, yeah. Right? So, you know, and that that that's, that's something that I don't I don't think people talk about a lot. It, it's like kind of the Michael Jackson thing. I don't agree with what Michael Jackson may have may not have done, or Jeffrey Epstein in that case. But there is an issue that people kept going back to these situations, whether it was the parents taking the children or the kids being 16, 17, 18 years old and and continuing to go back and and 
and you know, I, because the, the problem is you don't get in, you get into the mental aspect of it. You can't imagine what it must've been like, especially a lot of these girls didn't have any place else to go. And this was, you know, maybe their way out of whatever their situation was, but there is a diff, there is a definite problem with the amount of people that, that went back to these places. I think, you know, and the, and the whole thing is it, that that didn't even really cover the sickest stuff of what he was doing with the younger kids and some of the people that were part of this thing. I mean, it is freaking huge. And to have like one girl kind of recruit almost. Oh, it's just, and how she's, I mean, and did that for years, you know, and she's definitely not got a lot of the sympathy that some of the other girls did. But I mean, here's the issue. If you found out that somebody that you looked up to or felt you know, somebody that you felt like you trusted, whether it was an official or whatever the case is, and you found out that they were part of this, that's, that is the freaking issue now, right? Do you stop listening to Michael Jackson music? Do you stop watching Louis C.K.? Do you stop watching the, the Cosby show? What, what is, are these people even really real? Right? I mean, because you don't know any of them and it's just somebody that you see on TV or on a movie or whatever the case is. You don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're so removed from them that it's just like, but some of these people have been in your life. Bill Cosby was in everybody's life. I mean, he was, a, my whole growing up was watching the Cosby show. You know what I mean? Like, it was, I wanted to be, I wanted to know Rudy. I wanted to know, you know, I wanted to be a part of that family. And so, do I am I supposed to feel bad when I when years later do I need to go back and 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 change the way I felt about that show and how that show made me feel growing up? If it, I mean, if it completely ruins the show for you, you're obviously I feel like you're gonna have to just let it go, almost let the you know by not watch the Cosby Show anymore or something. But I mean, I'm I'm personally I'm pretty good at separating them and just being like, okay, well. That was, you know, the stuff he did was bad and that sucks, but I can still enjoy the art that he brought to life. And, and that's a, that's a solid point because at the end of the day, I mean, as a culture we're, we're you know, people are starting to understand that artists, especially the good ones, aren't working on normal cylinders. I mean, you know, people like Johnny Depp and, and 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 what's the Joker? The the, the um, oh. you know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like people like that. I mean, Jack Nicholson. I mean, you hear about some of the stuff that they do or have done, and 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 you're just like, oh my god. I mean, but and, and then you realize like it's just a different world. It's a freaking. It's just a different world. And how are we supposed to feel? I mean, you let us, you know, you let us in. You let us in, and I don't know. Well, regardless, regardless. Charlie Daniels died this this past week. That's all good. Uh, we're going to uh, pay tribute to old Charlie Daniels. Uh, with the old devil went down to Georgia. We'll get it. We'll get it right next week. Can't have. It can't all be good. And you know it's episode thirteen. So. Thanks for joining us on How Valid is the Validity. We'll see you next week, 8 o'clock Central, when uh, we have stage two of the shed to be built.
and uh, hopefully we'll have our technical uh, difficulties uh, uh, stomped out as well. Uh, how about is the validity? Make sure you check it out on Facebook. Download the episode on hvvcast.com. Uh, check out all our great sponsors, and uh, we'll see you next week. Here's Charlie Daniels with Song of the Week.